Hallelujah. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Amani Osiye, tunde bakare osi mamare o. Amani Osiye, tunde bakare osi mamare o. Anito ba wala olua. Hey, Amani Osiye, to ba wala olua o. Amani Osiye. Look at the kind of burial that was given to my mom. And imagine five mighty seed of righteous men, plus all who are not even biological. Ah, that day will be glorious. Kai, 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 kai. Ah, heaven will know what man did you. Hey, the earth will shake. You understand me? That's the way to go. And our death or burial can never be equal. Ashi we reokodo. Lobesi suku. Lonke yobo, lonke yobo, ologbon ba sumo asuere. Ki lo de to nke, oni we robo se po to loja ibola sun won si. Ah, ologbon ni abajo asuere gidinia. Gbogbo won ko lo ma ku sile. Oku na wa nu won, oku omi wa nu won, oku afefe wa nu won minus me. Minus me. In the name of Jesus. We are not going to die equally. That does not mean those who die in such situation will not get to heaven. But that's not the way I want to go. I want to go like the patriarchs left. They breathe their last and join their ancestors. Do you understand? I was not, I am not an accident. I will not die in an accident. Amen. What do you say about yourself? I am not an accident. I will not die in an accident. You may be seated. If I stop here, you have started seeing the difference. That we are not equal. We are not born equal. We will not die equal. Okay. Having settled the birth and death issues, let us now proceed to other inequalities among men in between life and death. Anytime you see obituary, you see 1940 to 2019. The lifespan of that man or that woman is that dash. The dash in between is the lifespan. So let's see, let's see now the inequalities between birth and death. From the two texts of scriptures we read earlier, 
class distinction among men beyond creation is evident. The scripture we read in 2 Samuel and the one we read in Luke chapter 12. The class distinction among men is clearly self-evident. God Almighty spoke about David. That he made him a great name. Like the name of great men who were on the earth. David himself acknowledged and admitted in his praise to God. As stated in 1 Chronicles 29, I will read 10 to 12. He admitted that his greatness came from only one source. 1 Chronicles 29, 10 to 12. He reads and I quote. Therefore David blessed the Lord before the assembly and David said, Blessed are you, O Lord, Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is what? I cannot hear you. It does not matter who calls himself great. If it does not come from God, it is not great. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is their kingdom. Did not his son come to say the same thing? For thine is the kingdom. <laughs> o Lord, and you are exalted as head over head of state. <laughs> you are exalted head over all. Go on. Both riches and honor come from you. And you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. And in your hand is to make great and to give strength to all. I can't hear you. To give strength to all. I cannot hear you. David said in God's hand is the very ability to make a person great. And in his hand is the ability to give strength to how many? Oh, okay. But is that statement true of all men? Or of all kings? God can make everyone great, but not everybody will be great. It depends on your choices. God can give strength to all, and his strength will not diminish. But it depends on your choices. If you think the answer is yes, then... What was true of David must be true of King Saul. But the answer is no. They were both anointed by the same prophet. Yes or no? Who anointed Saul as king over Israel? Samuel. Who anointed David as king over Israel? What was the method of anointing? In 1 Samuel chapter 10, he took a flask, a veil of oil, synthetic. No death is involved and anointed him. But when he was about to, give me 1 Samuel chapter 10, I want you to see it. Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head. Okay, let's see David. 1 Samuel chapter 16. Same God, same prophet, same anointing oil, 
but different vessels to dispense it. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I've rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I'm sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite. Before you can get a horn, an animal must have died. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. For flask, it's all synthetic. Nothing is involved. There's no process. Listen to the message God gave prophet Nathan to deliver to King David. I've read it in 2 Samuel. So I made you great. Like the great men of the earth. And you know what he said? If your son sinned against me, I will not deal with him like I dealt with Saul. I will beat him with the rod of men. But my mercy I will not withdraw from him like I withdrew from Saul. They were both kings. But they were different. They were not equal. When David became king, he never took anything from Saul. Not even his palace. He gave all to Mephibosheth, whose legs were twisted. Do you understand me? He gave him the land, the house. He didn't take anything from Saul. And God will not allow the daughter of Saul to give birth to a child for David so as not to join the houses together. The flesh is against the spirit, the spirit is against the flesh. One lost against the other, they are not the same. Are you listening? Okay. If there are great men, there must also be small men or little men. Hmm? Yes, sir. Yes or no? Yes. Go read Judges chapter 6 and find what Gideon said about his family. My tribe is small and my father's house is the least. He was telling the truth. He was telling the truth. And when God was going to punch Saul's head in the face after he disobeyed God, see what God said. 1 Samuel 15, 16 and 17. 1 Samuel 15, 16 and 17. Then Samuel said to Saul, be quiet, and I will tell you what the Lord said to me last night. And he said to him, speak on. The king, speak on. So Samuel said, when you were little in your own eyes, were you not head of the tribes of Israel and did not the Lord anoint you king over it? When you were little in your own eyes, how did Samuel know? Did God speak to him that he was little? No, Saul said it before Samuel. First Samuel chapter 9 verse 19. He was really demonstrating humility here until he became stupid. First Samuel 19, I mean chapter 9 verse 19 to 21. Samuel answered Saul and said, I am this year. Go up before me to the high place for you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. But as for you are donkeys that were lost three days ago, do not be anxious about them, for they have been found. And of whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on you and on all your father's house? And Saul answered and said, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then do you speak like this to me? If there are great men, there are small men, and there are little men. Yes, I'm not talking about height. Yeah. I'm not talking about stature. 
I'm talking about whether you are great or small. When you give a small thing to a great man to do, he will do that small thing with all his greatness. When you give a great assignment to a small man to do, he will reduce it to his level. I have no doubt in my heart that although it is in the hand of God to make great and to give strength to all, not all men will operate in the strength of Jehovah. And not all men will attain greatness because of their choices. Luke chapter 12. We've read it. I will repeat it. Luke 12, 47 to 48. To whom much is? I can't hear you. To whom much is? Given. Much is required. If that statement is true, then the same cannot be true of to whom less is given. Hello? To whom much is given, much shall be required. And to whom less is given, what will be required? Less. This very distinction between to whom much is given and to whom less is given is a clear indicator of the fact that all things and all people are not equal. The subject of class distinction, hello, you don't like this message, but if you don't wake up and grab the truth, you will be murmuring and complaining when you will need to book appointment to see your classmate in primary school. Instead of finding how to be there yourself so that you can remain peers. You don't get it, do you? So that great men will look at you and acknowledge the greatness in you. Yes, sir. It's not pride. You either have it or you don't have it. The subject of class distinction is as ancient as human history itself. Consider the following three, again Yoruba proverbs, because I can speak Igbo and my English is not that good. (laughs) I'm patching my English. Consider the following three Yoruba proverbs and see all the class distinction in them. Number one. Ajurawa lo chijaka diko. Ajurawa lo. That we are not on the same level. We are not talking about Gidibu. Let us fight. No. Ajurawa lo. You don't prove it through Gidibu. I told you before I repeat it. If a man beats his church and says, You don't know who I am, he's a nobody. <laughs> Is a nobody. You don't really know who I am. Because it's somebody, you will not need to say so. Say to your neighbor, Ajurawalo. Chijakadiko. Second proverb. I love low. Kishikafi we egberashegita. Even if Olohu does not have money, he's not in the same class with the man who is going to fetch firewood to sell before he will make money. 
ai lowo olohun ki se ka fi we egberun ase gita ka bi ese olohun o adi ape lori bata ape lese do you understand ai lowo olohun even if olohun does not have money is not in the same class with ase gita you want the third one yes sir i should keep quiet <laughs> go ahead i'm going to leave who kingdom in agbabe okuta to go to ijebula aha bi akari bo ba kuru ti ogajusagolo oba ni ni remo you want me to repeat it anike akari bo that's your ba of remo e bi akari bo is as short as a small bottle he still king upon his throne Now let me tell you why the great Allah of your for you as Ikuba Bayeye if you don't know Ikuba Bayeye it was something that happened in ancient history The Alafi went to have a bath and called his youngest wife to come and help him clean the back While he was cleaning the back he saw Oh God night He saw his she saw his private part He said Kabiesi So you are this small Kabiesi Then he took his after the birth he went to dress up he sat on his throne and he called his Agbeda the one who was the sword He said you know my youngest wife so yes take the sword go to his father and mother cut off their head put it in a calabash cover it and bring it to me while he was sitting on the throne and they brought the calabash this is the head containing I'm mean the calabash contain this is the one containing the father said they call me my youngest wife to come <laughs> he said open the calabash he recognized immediately the head of his ikuba baya yo zami o juba na lo god said concerning the kanesa he said who you like you kill who you like you spare that's a kind of of power they had before democracy came then go for independence and republican status i won't tell you who but one governor tried to humiliate an oba and we intervened and nothing was done he went back to his palace i told the governor i said you are fighting an ancient stew not the man in the same time where i was governor he had to stand in the dock with chains and when i saw the oba later in london my son was standing next to me he said oh shojo modupe he said o modeburo ko oboju en ropo ojo lo nja won ni ki oro ma ja o ni o ngbo okoto wa lo mi ma si sona oro ma soko you 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 have to be careful and operate in wisdom Yes, or you can die before your time and diminish your stature completely because you don't know that the things you see are determined by the things you don't see. If you find those distinctions 
of Ajrawalot Ijakatiko, if you find them very unacceptable and annoying, please listen to Jesus as he introduced the subject of that class distinction, even in such a mundane setting as a social function, a party. Hello? If you think there's no class distinction, at least you can listen to Jesus. Forget about Ikuba Bayoye. Forget about them. They can't cut off your head now. Theirs will also be caught. Except they do it in the night and they don't know who did. It can't be done in the open anymore. Listen to Jesus. In a mundane setting like a party, Jesus said, even there, there is class. Luke chapter 14, verse 1 to 11. Luke 14, verse 1 to 11. Now it happened as he went to the house of one of the rulers of the Pharisees to eat bread on the saber, that they watched him closely. And behold, there was a certain man before him who had dropsy. What is dropsy? The accumulation of fluid in the tissues of the body, especially legs. It's when liquid gathers in your legs and, and it's, uh-huh, it's swollen. That's dropsy. Let's see what happened. And Jesus answering spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? But he kept silent and he took him and healed him and let him go. Then he answered them saying, Which of you having a donkey or an ox that has fallen into a pit will not immediately pull him out of the Sabbath day? On the Sabbath day. And they could not answer him regarding these things. So he told the parable to those who were invited when he noted how they chose the best places, saying to them, When you are invited by anyone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in the best place. Less one more honorable than you. Hello, is there a class distinction? Yes, sir. Are you getting it? Yes, sir. Less one more honorable than you be invited by him. And he will invite you and him come and say to you, Give place to this man, and then you begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down in the lowest place, so that when he who invited you comes, he may say to you, friend, go up higher. Then you have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. A few days ago, there was a celebration at the Civic Center. The governor of Central Bank was being celebrated for the renewal of his tenure and for five years that God has been with him. Mrs. B and I were invited. We did two services here that day. The red carpet was 2 p.m. We left here after three. We got there about four because it was Sunday. And when we entered the hall, everywhere was filled. And someone came to us and said, uh, Sir, there are no more chairs. Asked me to sit here. They vacated one seat. And asked my wife to sit on the other place. They vacated one seat. 
And somebody saw us from afar and came and said, no, 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 sir, please come. There were two seats reserved there where the governor himself and his wife were seated. Ashwaju and the governor of Lagos State, about Lagos and uh, somebody helping him there, and the vice president of Nigeria. Now, I was not too comfortable amongst big men. <laughs> but I had to sit there. Now, if when they said sit here, I said, who do you think you are talking to? You are nobody. So when you are struggling for a seat, your time has not come. And if you have bad belly, you just, stomach ache will just kill you. Can you imagine when the Olokitwis were being, when you're sent forth? Can you imagine that I will get into that hall and they will put me in the back seat? No, I'm a Milonshin call. I'm on the place and your own. You do not demand respect, you command it. Or else one more honorable than you. We're going to say, oh, hey, be, hey, talo, jokumbe, hey. Having established that all men are not equal, do you agree with me? Yes, sir. Hello, do you agree with me? Yes, sir. If you agree, say yes, sir. Yes, sir. Having agreed that all men are not equal and that all things are not equal, uh, let's now go further and see how different things, different things will respond differently to the same source. Or to the same force. Different things. Are you ready? The heat that melts the wax will harden the clay. It's the same heat. Are you getting me? I'm I'm delving into things now. I've finished with men. You agree that all men are not equal. Are all things equal? So if the sun is very hot and it throws down heat, and you put clay on one side, and you put wax on the other side, what's going to happen to the wax? It will melt. And what's going to happen to the clay? It will harden it. They are responding according to what they are. All things are not equal. The same rain may fall on sugar cane and bitter leaves. It's the same rain. They both drink from the same rain that falls from heaven. Sugarcane is standing, receiving the rain. Bitter leaf is also standing according to its height, receiving the same rain. But when they grow and you harvest them, they don't taste the same. All things are not equal. Hebrews chapter 6 verses 7 and 8. Hebrews 6, verses 7 and 8. <laughs> if you don't unlearn those things you have learned, we went to the same school, we were born the same year. Hebrews 6, 7 and 8. For the earth which drinks in the rain that often comes upon it, and bears herbs useful for those by whom 
it is cultivated, receives what? Blessing from God. The earth receives the same rain and it produces herbs useful for those who are cultivating it. That's why you cannot stay under, under, uh, under by God's grace, my grace and my anointing and my teaching and remain in the same class. Amen. Then you are operating the curse. You better find where you belong to. The earth, give me that scripture again. The earth, which drinks in the rain. If you want to know the rain here is not talking about natural rain. You have to go to Isaiah 55. He says, as the rain comes down from heaven and the snow and, 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 and causes the earth to burn, to give seed to the world and bread to the eater, is the rain of his word. The earth, which is you, from from the dust of the earth, the earth that receives. Rain that comes upon it and bears herbs, useful for those by whom it is cultivated, receives blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and briars, it is rejected and near to being cursed, whose hand is to be born. It's the same rain, it's the same word, it depends on how you internalize it and use it. It will demonstrate whether you are blessed or you are cursed. I will continue another time. It's not a message you can finish in one day. For as long as economic theories have existed, Mackenzie, <laughs> for as long as economic theories have existed, one of the well-used and well-known maxim is satiris paribus. What does that mean? All things being equal. Say it loud. All things being equal. Those who use that phrase as a preface to the economic postulations know themselves that all things are not equal. Ends the statement. All things being equal. They know all things are not equal. Let's define equality. Equality is a worthy ideal pursued in the name of justice and human rights. Equality is an ideal pursued in the name of justice and human rights. I look up the word equality in the Webster's Dictionary of Contemporary English Language and the definition, the usage of the word stunned me. By definition, listen to it. By definition, the word equal means the same in number, in degree, in value, in rank, or other standard of comparison. The word equal means the same in number, degree, value, rank, or other standard of comparison. Equality means more or less the same thing. It means the state or stance, the state or instance of being equal in number, amount, rank, and meaning. The state or an instance of being equal in number, amount, rank and meaning. In 1993, there were two presidential candidates 
one on the platform of SDP and the other on the platform of NRC. It was live television. And the person drilling both of them asking questions said, both of you, Malam Bashir Tofa and Mani Kudi Owo, MKO Abiola, both of you are millionaires. And MKO paused and stood. I say, you may be right. You can ask Bashir Tofa his worth. If he's a millionaire, he will be in the class of my son, Kola, not my class. If you are equal in the same amount, let's compare our bank account. <laughs> if, you want, if you don't want to receive this message, you know what you'll be saying. And it's not all about money. But show us what you have. <laughs> A very simple test. We need 1.5 billion to send Kappa and Abato out of that building. We need more to do the furniture, the furnishing. As at yesterday, the figure I'm getting for audiovisual is 500 million. That's not taken into consideration. The chairs that will be there is over 600 million. That's not taken into consideration. But let's send is your amount that is affecting you. <laughs> When you get to where we are going, no amount will be big enough to terrify you. And guess what? We are getting there in style. Because righteousness exalts a nation. Do you understand? It's not going to be proceeds of wickedness. It will be proceeds of righteous living. The Lord will increase the fruit of your righteousness and multiply the seed that you have sown. And then give you an increase in your righteousness. Can I hear? Amen. If you want to find out, now if you don't know that water will find is level, let us all rise. Anybody who takes this challenge, stand to your feet, and we'll divide 1.5 million billion naira by the number of people standing, so that each one produces own. Do you understand this? This is not trying to taunt you. Is trying to challenge you to rise and come up higher. Amen. That is in the power of God to make great and to give strength to all. And you're living below standard because you don't know these things are so. And you are calling those who are well established proud. They're not proud. Volkswagen Bitu will take you to Ibadan from Lagos. And so with Rolls Royce, it's not the same level of comfort. You will get to Ibadan eventually. <laughs> Either by driving the car or the car driving you. You'll get there. You will stand in the way and push it. You put water every inch that you drive. You add water, you add oil. If you have to wake up in the morning and kick your car and say, you don't have a car. In the day and year and time, and in the generation where you don't even need to be in your car to, 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 to warm it, you just push a button here and it's already warming before you get there from your bedroom before you get there. What type of car do you have? 
upgrade. You say amen. Sorry, amen. Amen. Who is going to take this challenge? We need 1.5 billion. Rise up on your feet. If we are 11 people, we are 10. We divide it by 10. Who will take up the challenge? Let me see your hand, though. If we are two, we divide it by two. I'm standing already. Join me. Olga, you are not joining me. Hey, Yinkwasa. Kojiya. Okudiya. Olga. But you know what? We are going to the place in the name of Jesus Christ where David will throw the challenge and say, Who is willing to consecrate himself to God? And you will rise up and willing. And you will leave your substance and you go higher and you go higher and you go higher in the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy over your life that the day is coming, the mention billion, you say, How much? In the mighty name of Jesus. Those who are billionaires don't have two heads. Don't. It's your turn to prosper. The word of God will elevate you. By dint of diligence and hard work. And the blessing of God upon what you do. Because whatsoever you lay your hands upon shall prosper. The Lord who took David from the sheep coat. And brought him a name among great men. He will do the same for you. He's a pattern and a model. For those who do what he did. They will get the same result as he got. Can I hear amen? Amen. When we were having challenges last week, one of my sons said to me, I want to go and, and just break. I said, no, don't do that. Hold on. We'll get that. Just hold on. And many times is that desire that God is looking for. He's not going to kill, allow Abraham to kill his son. But if there's a willingness, he said, now I know that you love me more than anything else. Do you understand this? I'm not putting you under any pressure. Have I put you in pressure, under pressure? If I no. I'm not looking for what you have. I'm looking for you. Let's look at the word equal or equality. Let's look at the usage. Usage. For example, equal opportunity. What does it mean? Equal opportunity of employment means... Employment that does not discriminate between men and women or white and minority race applicants. When you hear equal opportunity of employment, that's what it means. Employment that does not discriminate between men and women or white and minority race applicants. When you use it with the word pay and you say equal pay, it means the principle of the same rate for the same work irrespective of the sex or race of the worker. The same rate for the same work, irrespective of the sex or race of the worker. When you use it with radio, and you say equal time radio, it means a different thing. Equal time radio simply means, either on radio and television, it means time provided for those who disagree with an opinion expressed over the air, By extension, they will be given an opportunity for the same time to express their own opinion. So if somebody says something on air, 
opportunity must be given to the opposition to come and say the same thing. That is true democracy. Do you understand? But let's learn a lesson, and I'm closing with this because the rest we will approach in the days to come. Let's learn a lesson or two from America. You know, that's a bastion of democracy in the world today. Let's learn a lesson from them, from their Equal Rights Amendment. Say that with me, Equal Rights Rights Amendment. Amendment. It's otherwise called ERA, Equal Rights Amendment. It was first proposed as the 27th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, and it states thus, equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States nor by any state on account of sex. That's their 27th Amendment to their Constitution. Equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States nor any state on account of sex. Now listen, it was first introduced, do you know when? In 1923. That amendment was first introduced in 1923, but it was not until 1970, 40 years after, that it received national attention and was approved by the House of Representatives in 1971 and the Senate in 1972. Now listen to this. For it to become law, it must be ratified by the all the states. Since 1923, are you listening to me? The ratification deadline of 1978 did not happen. The states did not ratify, so it did not become a law since 1923. So they extended the ratification date to 1981. And by 1981, it failed again. It failed to pass with 35 out of the 38 states needed voting in favor. That the state must vote in favor, they only got 35 in 1981. It was reintroduced in 1982, but was defeated in the House in 1983. In March of 2017, Nevada became the 36th state to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment. And in April 2018, since 1923, the state of Illinois also ratified same. Why the delay? In ratification from 1923 till now, why the delay? Simple truth. Among other factors, it is because all men and all things are not equal. Even America, as exposed as they are, first world, could not pass this law since 1923, is because all men are not equal. And all things are not equal. Consequently, equality is a worthy ideal to pursue in the name of justice and human rights, but in the real world, results are never equal. I'm going to take it from there because if I step into the next place, I will go beyond 12:30. In real world, results are never equal. You are taught by the same teacher in the class of 30 people. Somebody will appear, will come first, 
and somebody will be thirty. It didn't happen in your school. You enter university the same day, some will graduate first class, some have dropped by the wayside. They don't carry over till they drop out. And some will graduate second class, upper. And they are in second class, lower. There is also, and you enrolled the same day. For as long as you believe that all things are equal, huh? the Bible does not say all things are equal, it says all things work together. You must find out how to work it together. This is what the message is all about. Wow. Accept where you are, let God show you where He's taking you, and grant you grace to get there in style. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can I hear a good amen? Amen. How many women participated in the beauty concerts with Esther? Huh? Two women? Four women? Ten women? From all the provinces, they gathered them. So, what was the uh, unique advantage that Esther had? Her stature? Her beauty? Her statistics? No, he obtained favor. An ounce of favor is much more expensive than years of labor. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. It is better to receive God's favor. To be in one position and do what you are called to do instead of running elter scatter, doing many things. And finding yourself carrying load that you have no business carrying. What is the one thing about your life? And I'm going to reduce this letter to where is the one person in your life? One person. Lift your hands to heaven. Father, we bless your holy name for this word. The entrance of your word has brought light and understanding to the simple. I pray that none of these people will waste this word. That nothing they have had today will stand against them. Let them know and understand that there is a starting point in life. But the race of life is determined by you almighty. And those whose head have your hands upon them. The moment your hand comes upon them, it does not matter who has gone ahead of them, they will still have thrown them to the gates of Jezreel. Yeah. Let your mighty hands come upon us. Amen. Let favor surround us like a shield. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And the people said, Amen. If you are not careful and you are thinking we are all equal, you will not learn from those who should learn. Pride and arrogance will make you feel we are equal. And therefore, it's not according to age, it's according to grace. May God Almighty fill you with wisdom Amen. to know the difference and to humble yourself Amen. and to learn what you need to learn so you can get to the place you are going. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's Word. I pray that the Word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you 
to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.